of that toxic masculinity, right? That's not okay. When the reality is what a lot of people would say is toxic masculinity now is not. It's being a man and leading properly and doing the things that need to get done to continue in this world and continue God's mission if that's what we're doing, right? It's a new week, new podcast. Boom bang. Um, yeah, so we're we're here. We're ready to start a new week. I think I don't know. I don't ever feel ready to start a new week. I don't think we did a late night shopping trip last night, so that was good. <laughs> we're all like, ready for our meals. It was like at nine o'clock. We hadn't even eaten dinner yet, so we, we bought a few things that weren't on the list. Yeah, it's okay. It's alright. You know, canned fruit. Yeah, pizza rolls. <laughs> what else did we buy? Toilet paper. That was on the list. That was you on wrote the it. List. <laughs> um. Anyway, so we're gonna get into it. This week we're talking about um, submission. We're talking about leading versus following. Mm -hmm. um, what our roles are in a marriage and how they collide and kind of how we can get them to mesh together. Yeah. Um. Because. If both of you are trying to lead, you're gonna be you're gonna be bonking heads all the time. If neither of you want to lead, that is a problem. Yeah. It, it'll be the same issue. May have experienced that today. Yes. We experienced that today at church. It's like neither of us really care what we do, but we're both super stressed out because we want to do something. Yeah. A decision yeah. couldn't be made because neither of us were willing to take um, the initiative yeah. to lead. Yep. So, yeah, so we, this topic came up because recently, um, a question came up that said, are you more of a leader or more of a follower? Yeah. And we thought we would dive deeper into that. Yeah. Um, it's a fun idea because most people think, well, there's born leaders and there's born followers, but you're either one or the other. Yeah. I think throughout our life we we all can have a more of a leadership role and more of or more of a follow follower role mm -hmm. um, and in the marriage relationship we each have our job that's divinely appointed right yeah yeah so yeah you want to share what that is what our divinely appointed jobs are <laughs> um, well first I want to go back a little yeah, bit go ahead um, where we say a lot of people think you're either born a leader or born a follower and it's one or the other. I don't think that's true. I think it is very healthy and beneficial to do both and to know when you need to do both. Yes. Well, not both at the same time, one or the other. Yeah. Good leaders know what to expect from, from a good follower. Yeah. Right. And they know how to be a good follower when they need to be. They don't need to be in control of every single little thing that ever happens because they're a leader. Exactly. But it's very helpful for a follower to be able to step up and be a leader when needed instead of sitting back and everyone being followers in, you know. Yeah, nothing. You, have you ever done a group project where it's like no one would take the lead? Yeah, nothing gets done. Yeah. Yeah. And so being able to know, like, I think a lot of that comes down to, like, self-confidence, too. Not that followers don't have any self-confidence, but you need 
the confidence in yourself in order to step up, especially if you're a born, if you're more leaning towards a follower, it's going to take more effort for you to stand up and be a leader. Yes. Um, and so learning to have that confidence in yourself and know the th- know your strengths and know your weaknesses is for sure. Yeah. Cause it's okay to have strengths. It's okay to have weaknesses. That's what we all have. But yeah. to know in this moment, this is really my strength and I need to step up and lead it. Or I really don't know much about this. So I'm going to be humble and step back and let someone else who knows more about it lead it instead of, of I need to be in control all the time because it makes me feel better. Yeah. Yeah. A leader doesn't, um, doesn't lead for their own benefit. Yeah. yeah. Which is not how our society runs. No. Because it's... people are inherently selfish. Yep. Every person. Yeah. So. I know. That's why people hate their bosses because most, most managers and bosses at, at, in the workplace, um, it's gotten to a point where they've, they have pulled away this idea of, um, doing the work for the customers, but ultimately for the employees. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to look at like the perfect example, you look at Jesus. (laughs) He was such a great leader. And I think part of what made him such a great leader is because, um, he was never going to make someone do something that he wasn't willing to do himself. I mean, that's the point of him coming down to earth and being living out like a human life. He's God. He didn't need to do that. Like he could have snapped his fingers and it's like, all is forgiven. We're good. Yeah. But the fact that he chose to do that and chose to to suffer basically. Yeah. And live the human experience. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because that's how we are in, um, and so he was such a great leader, but he's also a follower because, I mean, he's God. He's above everybody else. He didn't have a reason to be a follower. Right. Like, if there's one person that ever didn't need to be a follower, it's Jesus. But he still followed his heavenly father through every single thing. Mm-hmm. Like, the amount of times you see Jesus praying in the Bible is crazy because he is God. He doesn't need to pray. Yeah. and You know, but he does. And yeah. Yep. So, um, anyway, a lot of that comes back to a marriage relationship too. Yes. Yeah. It's supposed to directly reflect what God's relationship is with the church mm-hmm. and his people. Yeah. Right. And so, um, we just saw a clip about this on TikTok, right? It's basically the, in the marriage relationship, the point is we, the man needs to be following God, right? God is his leader. That God is our ultimate leader. And, but from there, the, our, as husbands, we are meant to submit to God. And as wives, you're meant to submit to your husbands. Yeah. Well, you're still meant to submit to God first. Yes. And then your husband. But if your husband isn't submitted to God, then, you know. He's not going to lead you correctly. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, the husband can't expect his wife to fully submit to him if he's not willing to submit to God. Exactly. 
I think that was the point of all of that TikTok that we saw. Yeah. 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 It's like we as humans don't, we don't understand how to properly lead each other and how to not lead each other into sin and all of that. And so we need that divine intervention in order to lead well and live a, a, a valuable life and contribute to this world in the way we were designed to. Yeah. And it also comes back to something that we mention all the time is God is number one and your spouse is number two. Right. And if like the triangle thing that we always talk about, yeah. if you guys are both moving towards God, you're moving towards each other. Of course. So it's another one of those things where we're both called to submit to God first. Yeah. And then from there we have roles. Yeah. And that these roles have been really messed up in our society these days because, because of the, I don't want to say the feminist movement, but it's the uh, strong women coming up and like, Oh, we can do this ourselves. Right. And what has happened with that is they have, um, they've taken men out of that leadership role and kind of made men subservient to what they are designed to be, right? Men are meant to be leaders in our homes, in our communities. That's just how God designed it. Mm -hmm. Tough if you don't like that. That's just how it is. You think a lot of this feminist movement, um, not just taking men out of their roles, but it's making men lose their confidence. And so men are stepping down from their roles. Yeah, well, and men are afraid of um, being, uh, what's what's the word I'm trying to come up with? Just being spit on, if you will, by society for standing up for their masculinity, mm-hmm. right? It's like, it's not oh, popular you're, right now. you have that toxic masculinity, right? Yeah. That's, that's not okay. When the reality is what what a lot of people would say is toxic masculinity now is not it's it's being a man and leading properly and doing the things that need to get done to continue in this world yeah and continue god's mission if that's what we're doing right yeah i would be so i would go as far and as bold to say that not everything in marriage is like there's an answer like some some couples do it one way, some couples do it another way. And that's just because there's different people in different relationships. But there are a few things that it's like, I will tell you that this is the correct way to do it. Yes. And all other ways are wrong. And this is one of those things. Yeah, this is the correct way. Yeah. And um, now let's go back to just the marriage relationship. Right. So when you read in the Bible, wives submit to your husbands, right? That turns a lot of people off, a lot of women off. The word like, submit yeah. is a, it's a so touchy you want, word. You want me to be a servant? You want me to be... and But what, you, what those people don't understand is a man is meant to serve his wife and lead her properly. And um, the wife is meant to um, ex- have a certain amount of trust with her husband and trust that he's going to be leading them properly. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It's not. That's the whole point of the submission is it's like, it's not, the point is to keep the power in balance so that the wife understands that the husband 
is his job is to lead. He's been designed to lead his family. Yeah. Right? And so if he's looking to God for the answers, God will give him the answers to then lead his family well. Mm-hmm. And by saying a husband needs to lead, it's not saying he has all the power and makes all the decisions. No. And by saying a wife needs to submit, isn't saying that she needs to blindly follow whatever her husband says. Of course. If a wife blindly follows whatever her husband says, that's, that's stupid. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause we're all human and yeah, we, we all, all make mistakes. Have, we are all selfish in nature and want our own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and you've had to call me out before for, you know, not really following in a way yeah. I should be and I've had to call you out before for not leading in a way that you should be right. yeah um, not that we do it in a mean way but it's like a like a do your job yeah <laughs> so yeah because the example that the bible gives um we should look up where this is from but it's um a husband is to his wife like Christ is to the church mm-hmm. and so that's our model to follow yeah yeah um, I mean, just today <laughs> in church, Cambria's like, um, we were in a time of response and we like to get up and do communion together. Um, and she, you just leaned over and you're like, I'm waiting for you to lead because mm-hmm. you want me to lead in that way. And you expect me to, right? Yeah. It's hard for me sometimes. Yeah. And I'm still learning how to do that properly. Mm-hmm. But I it's I love that you choose to like especially express that to me like I'm going to wait for you to lead us because yeah. it then puts that pressure on me like I got to step my game up and do it do this correctly. Yeah. And I'm not saying it to be malicious. No. Saying, dude, you got to step up your game. Right. No. I'm saying it as a way of communicating so we're on the same page. Right. Because in that moment, it was like there were people. We, You get up and you go grab your own communion and come back. Yeah. And there were people moving all around us. And sometimes the lines are really long and you're like, I just want to wait a bit. And it just gets a little confusing. And so I felt like in the moment, I need to communicate to you. I'm just waiting for you. I'm waiting for you to lead. Make that call. Because otherwise I'm going to get super stressed and overwhelmed. Like, should we go now? Should we go now? Should we go now? And you're like, no, no, no. And you just keep shutting me down. Or I can just get up and do it myself. But what kind of, that doesn't, you know, um, how do I want to say that? Me just getting up and just doing it myself without you doesn't feel like we're connected. Right. Um, And so that was my way of communicating in a kind way yeah. letting you know um, I'm expecting you to be in charge of this one is a little thing one little thing mm-hmm. and I want you to know what I'm expecting so because missed expectations are one of the biggest things that cause conflict yes and so because, at least for us <laughs> well I've noticed it just in people yeah especially like when we were living with John and Kirsten your brother and his wife um, there, I think that was the biggest thing that caused conflict when we were living there is because of expectations that weren't communicated. Mm-hmm. And so that's my way of communicating my expectations. So you know them and I know them and I won't get frustrated and be like, why are you frustrated? And not, it's because I expected something that I didn't even tell you. Yeah. 
I can't expect you to do something if I'm not gonna willing to communicate it to you. That makes sense. So, sure. um, yeah. I wanted to go back a little bit. I had a thought when when you were talking um, about finances because finances are a big place where oh, yeah. there has to be a clear direction mm-hmm. and we have to be making these decisions together. Yeah. Um, I would say that men need to like, even if your wife does all your finances, right? Cause some wives, they are just more naturally gifted at that. Yeah. I would say, um, you need to, men need to choose to assert themselves and learn how finances work and how to budget well, and how to do all of that Mm -hmm. in order to make good decisions for your family, right? Yeah. Because while, yes, that dynamic certainly works for some people where the wife takes care of the finances and the husband just checks in with her and makes sure things are okay. Yeah. But um, I, I think that can actually, if mistreated, that can take the husband out of a leadership role because finances are huge in this day and age, right? Yeah. It's like money makes the world go around. It continues to be that way. Yeah. And so if we are not, if the husband is not willing to put in the effort to, um, to understand how all of our, where all of our money's going, what money's coming in, how all of that works, it puts him at a disadvantage in order to lead his family well because he doesn't he's missing information yeah does that make sense it does make sense i also think it's very beneficial for both sides of the party to um just be on the same page and understanding of where the finances are at least have some understanding yeah better um steward our finances to the best of our abilities Mm -hmm. if you don't know anything about them you're just spending money you don't know about (laughs) and that's not healthy yeah but yeah Yeah, i just felt like i needed to put that in because i like you trust me a lot with our money yeah right you like you're like hey i made this money here you go and it's like um you have this deep trust in me and if i was irresponsible with it it would put us in a really bad situation but um and i love that you because of our situation and how <laughs> you transferred from basically directly from your parents to me, as far as a lot of your finances, mm-hmm. you have a lot of trust in me because you've never had to deal with it on your own mm-hmm. and not everyone has those circumstances. But my point is we, I really appreciate that you trust me, but you also have expressed, you know, I would like to know more about our money. And, and we've sat down and talked about it, which has been good. Um, so having some idea, but I think as a man in the house, it's it's really important to actually yeah. really have a good understanding of how money works. Mm-hmm. I also think um, you said something a little further back. You said, I think you were talking about the finances where you said you need to have an understanding so you can better make the decisions. And I just want to add in there that just because a man is put in a leadership role does not mean he just gets to make all the decisions. No. Um, that's why we're a team and yeah. why there's a husband and a wife yeah. is because 
um, we need to work through things together. We're, we're a team, like I just said. So it's not that your job is to make every single decision. It's your job is to um, make sure the decisions are made and bring us together as a as a unit in mm-hmm. order to make those decisions. Like, we, we'll talk about decisions. We'll make them together. Yeah. Um, but if there's a time that comes that, like, a decision needs to be made right away or um, we can't decide on something, but a decision needs to be made, you're the head. Yep. You're the leader. And you are the one that's expected to make that decision. Yeah, and it's my responsibility to listen to the things, the input that you give me mm-hmm. in order to make a better decision. Because you may say something to me where it, um, my spirit catches on to it mm-hmm. and I have to be listening for that because otherwise I, I will probably just follow my own agenda and it's like, well, this is what I wanted to do in the first place. So I'm just going to do that. Yeah. When ultimately I need to be listening for your input, um, so that I can make the best decision for our family. Yeah. This isn't about me or you. This is mm. about our whole family, our future, and our community around us, right? It's like all of those things have to be weighed in. Yeah. Yeah. I've also realized from experience that when I do let myself um, blindly follow you, it doesn't end well. And that's also happened at church where... <laughs> um, I wait for you to make a decision and I don't give any of my own input. Um, and my spirit's pulling me to something different, but I'm just blindly saying, whatever you want, you're in control. Yep. And we walk out and we don't go talk to those people that I feel like we really needed to talk to because I'm blindly following you. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like, something that wives need to be really careful about with giving their input, which you should give your input, but there is a really fine line that I think it's really easy for women especially to cross where giving their input turns into manipulating you to make you do the thing that I want. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so you you need to be honest and truthful when you're trying to... Um, give your input and not manipulate your husband to get what you want. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned the husband is the head that is straight out of scripture where God says the husband is the head and the wife is the helper. Right. Yeah. And that's exactly it. It's right. Submission. The wife is meant to assist in the mission. Right. Mm hmm. And uh, lift her husband up in order to fulfill things, Mm -hmm. right? But that doesn't mean that a wife is just meant to sit at home and cook all the time. Now, sometimes it does mean that. That's one of those things that that it varies from couple to couple, and there's not necessarily a right or wrong answer. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Yeah, you've talked a a lot recently about... um, your people's expectation of you as a wife and how you're because of your traditional idea of marriage you're at your um you're expected to 
cook and keep the house clean and take care of dogs because we don't have kids and I'll do all that stuff, do laundry, right? Mm -hmm. But now on top of that, you're expected to work because yeah. that's the new thing, right? That's today's society. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't think women are meant to handle that kind of, I'm not going to, I don't want to say that you're not meant to handle that kind of pressure, but it's a lot going on and you shouldn't ex be expected as one person to handle all of those jobs. Yeah. When we are a team mm -hmm. and you need to ask me for help so that we can be in this constant circle of communication and really understanding as life ebbs and flows oh you know what i need to pick up these extra tasks or mm -hmm. i need to do this whatever right? yeah i've made that mistake so many times where we both work during the day we're both tired and by the time the evening comes i'm like oh no you sit just sit on the couch and relax i know you're tired you worked all day because Traditionally, the man works, the wife stays home and does all the other like home tasks. Um, and so I'm like, you worked all day, you fulfilled your role, you're tired, you sit. But I haven't fulfilled my role yet because I haven't even gotten to any of the tasks I'm supposed to do because I was working all day because that's what I'm supposed to do in today's society. Yeah. And so then I bust my butt trying to cook dinner and wash dishes and fold laundry and you're just sitting there and it's frustrating for you to watch me do that and I've realized I get frustrated at you for sitting there even though I'm the one that told you to do it right because I put too much pressure on myself saying I have to get I'm a wife therefore I have to do this have to do this have mm. to do this they're non-negotiable yeah and that's that's just it it's this funny thing where you have this expectation of what you're supposed to do yeah and I have a different expectation it obviously it's always changing yeah. Um, but, you know, I'll come in from working in the shop all day and I'll be like, what can I help with? I'm happy to make dinner or whatever. And you're like, you just go sit. And it almost makes me feel useless. Right. And so we're trying to figure out that balance because yeah. um, neither of us wants to get burnt out on anything or resent the other person for anything. Yeah. And so we're trying to learn how to. Yeah. <laughs> Include each other. Yeah. In those things. Yeah. It's a process. It's a process. Mm -hmm. I feel like we just covered a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we did. We were a little all over the place, but... Yeah. The point is, we need to understand our roles. Mm -hmm. We... And we need to act accordingly. Um, yeah. We see a lot of couples where... They just don't, it's obvious. It's like, you just don't understand what your role is in this relationship do you. And so, cause it wasn't ever defined properly for them or whatever. Yeah. Or they came into marriage with the wrong expectations or mm -hmm. whatever. Things don't function well if people don't understand their roles Yeah. and all roles are equally as important. They just do different things. Yeah. So the analogy I thought of, hmm, my dad would be so proud of me, <laughs> is NASCAR. Okay. Um, so you have the driver of the car, and you also have the pit crew that 
fixes the car. I'm so proud of you for remembering all those. I don't know what other roles there are in NASCAR other than that. There's the guy with the headset. I don't know what he does. The crew chief. Oh. Yeah. But. He's the director. Ah. He's God. He's like the coach. (laughs) He's the coach? He's kind of like the coach. Mm, Car driving coach. Well, he like communicates with the driver and the team and. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, those are all, like, very, very different roles. And if people don't know their role, it's going to get all messed up. Like, if one of the pit crew is like, I want to drive now. I want to drive now. Get out. Like, (laughs) there's no way you're winning this race. Or if the driver of the car is like, I'm tired. I'm done. And he just, like, sits down outside the car. Give me that headset. (laughs) It'd be like, what the heck is going on? But the reason that it runs so smoothly... Because NASCAR is fast and goes so fast and then they change all the tires and stuff so fast. The reason it runs so smoothly is because every single person has their role and understands their role. Yes. And every role is important. If one of the pit crew didn't change a tire, you couldn't make it to the end. They're at equally as important as the driver. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Is that a good analogy? That's a great analogy. Thank you, you did great. I'm super proud of Thank you. You made a car analogy. I used to watch a lot of NASCAR when I was younger. Dad <laughs> really liked the parts where it like all the people stop talking and it puts a little symbol on the screen that says sound up and he would like crank it and mom would be like turn it down. I can hear it inside my head. <laughs> and then they're just like this yeah. is fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. So Anyway. Um, yeah, I'm not, we're not saying that, um, the husband's more important because he's put in charge as the leader or the wife's less important because she's only supposed to call, call to submit to her husband. No, but when we sign the contract, when we sign on the dotted line, we need to understand that, um, us as husbands need to understand what we're signing up for. Yeah. We need to understand that I'm not just signing up to just dilly-dally in life with someone else i'm expected to lead her well and create a life for us that Mm -hmm. is going to uh, be fruitful yeah right us as wives also need to understand what we're getting into we're not getting into um something where we can manipulate our husbands to get what we want or we'll figure out how to be in charge or i can make him do whatever i want like you see that all the time like sarcastically where guys are like oh i'm so afraid of my wife yeah and it's it's sarcasm but there's a little bit of truth in there yeah yeah because uh historically uh, women use their role to manipulate their partners yeah Uh, men do it too i'm not saying just women do it but but i'm saying (laughs) you know women need to understand their role too yeah so even if you happen to be a really just strong-willed woman that happens to marry not a very strong-willed man, that doesn't mean you can roll out, stomp all over him, walk yep. all over him just yep. because um, your personality is stronger. That's one of those things where it's like, this is, uh, there is one right way to do it. Absolutely. And this is the right way. Yeah. You can't walk all over your husband and say, oh, this is just how... We are. This is just how our relationship works. Right. Because him Because that's not... It's not going to work. It's not going to be sustainable. It's not going to last. It's not healthy. Him as a man is not going to react well to being manipulated and walked on and 
undermined. Yeah. But it's something where both parties, like, the woman has to realize and step back, and the man has to realize and step up. Exactly. Because if just one of them does that, there's gonna, there's still gonna be conflict. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. That's great. Thanks. I think we covered it pretty well. Yeah. I think we should probably do a whole nother podcast just on, like, the word submit. Just yeah, we may need to. I don't feel like we really hit it as Maybe deep as I want it. to, but um, I don't really feel like there's time. Yeah, that's okay. It's a, it's a, it's a touchy subject in today's culture. Yes, it's a. I should just keep saying it. Submit, submit, submit. It's used you incorrectly. You girls cring- cringing. <laughs> All the women are like, stop saying that word. <laughs> yeah, not gonna stop. So what we want from couples listening or people listening look into your own marriage look into your own relationship and really think about am i performing performing my role yes and look into yourself yes not your partner yeah this isn't to criticize your partner and say you're not leading well yeah right you need to look at yourself and say am i doing my role well because i there's nothing i can do to change you I, so don't sit there and go, oh, is my husband doing his role well? Like, yeah, I was just talking about this earlier, how women are always like, oh, men need to be doing this. Men need to be leading. Men need to be whatever. (laughs) And it's like, honey, have you taken a look at yourself first? Yep. Yeah. It's like the, it it says in, I need to learn references for the Bible. Yeah, I know. Because I'm always like, it says it in the Bible somewhere, but I don't know where. (laughs) The whole like. Why are you pointing out a speck in your neighbor's eye when there's a whole log in your own? Oh, yeah. I feel like it's like that, too. Where it's like, work. you need to deal with your own issues and look at yourself and how you can be a better wife or yeah. you can be a better husband. Yeah. And then when you get to the point where you're perfect, which, spoiler alert, you will never get there because <laughs> um, none of us are perfect. But good try. But if you do happen to get to the point where you're perfectly perfect, then you can start telling your husband how he can do better. But um, yeah. that's not actually going to happen, so don't put your hope in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's two-sided. Uh, men really need to look into themselves and understand, you know what? I thought I was leading because I bring home the paycheck, but I'm not, and I need to step up my game. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Boom bang. That's it. Yeah. We're going to call it. Yeah. Okay. Any last words? Um, I don't think so. I just encourage people to just take a, a minute or two just to think of their own relationship with their spouse and, and look at themselves and go, what, how am I not performing the way I should be yeah or what do I need to do to better support my husband or what do I need to do to better lead my wife yeah and and support your wife if you find some (laughs) of those things praying about it yeah and asking for some guidance because we can't do this alone yeah so all right yeah awesome see you next week yeah boom bang